Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I'm Big Rut. And I am G to the money. G to the money. What's going on, man? Nothing, homie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a new decade. New decade. 2020. New year. New us. It's it's still the same basketball season, though. Same uh, basketball season. Something that did carry over. New All-Stars potentially going to be on the court this year. How about that, man? Check that out today. Freaking uh, the America's top picks, uh, Alex Caruso and Taco Fall. Um, I was dying at Taco Fall. (laughs) They love him, man. They love him in Boston. (laughs) How can you not? How can you not? I wanted to see Taco Fall versus Caruso. That's all I want. You remember Magic and Larry Bird? That's it. They should. That's what we're looking at right now. Exactly. They need to make another McDonald's commercial or something about it. Oh, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, talking about uh, this week, other than the All Stars uh, leaders of this past decade, all of those stats uh, came out uh, probably last week when when everyone saw them. Um, you know, the people that get paid the big bucks to uh, to check everyone's stats over the past 10 years. Um, those came out. Us? Yeah, I, well, I did a good bit of research myself. Should Someone should be paying me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really, uh, I mean, every category is like almost every category is a different person. Yeah, and a couple I didn't really expect, honestly. No, no. Yeah, I was kind of glad to see it. Like, I was mm-hmm. glad to see a little bit of a uh, – a mix-up. Yeah, variation, yeah. And it kind of brought me back to, like, you know, early 2010s. Like, right. With the All-Stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool because they were, I mean, a bunch of these guys were on different teams then, too, you know. Oh, you, yeah. You look back in, in early 2010s, it, it was, you know, DeAndre Jordan was on the Clippers and Chris Paul was on the, the Hornets and, and the Clippers. And then, you know, Westbrook was, of course, on OKC and just – Really, really cool stuff, just, just kind of thinking back to all those times. And then that was kind of the early 2010s were, were when Kobe, you know, started to make his way out, um, when Dwight was, you know, wrapping up with the, with the magic. I mean, those were, like, those were like our old school days, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but so where do you want to dive into this, G-Money? Um. I guess we could just talk about like each category, okay? Like all the top guys in that category, and then yeah. interesting stuff we can BS about that a little yeah. bit. Go, um, ahead, go ahead and start with uh, with your your category. So we'll just start off with points. Who had the most points over the decade, and uh, that happened to be the King LeBron James. Uh, King At Charles. No. Oh, no. <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. 19,550 points in 10 years. That's a lot of points. A lot of points. Kevin Durant almost had him. Um, He's back 105 points. Mm -hmm. And James Harden is number three. And honestly, I feel like Harden made up a lot of that ground the last, like, four years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he he became the star. He He was sixth man of the year before on OKC. Which is bonkers that like he had <laughs> less time and he made up so much ground right he's taking a lot of shots he doesn't really pass the ball well you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> and 
in terms of um, two pointers attempted, though, mm-hmm. I should just do overall attempted. But yeah, his field goals made was about fifty five hundred, and LeBron's were seventy one hundred. Oh, okay. So he's done a lot of free throw shooting. Yeah, <laughs> um, which he was and, the leader of this past decade. Most, right, most free throws made, and a lot more threes made. Yeah. Yep. So he's made a thousand more threes than LeBron this decade, and sixteen hundred more free throws. Wow. Yeah, that's a comparison. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, but he, LeBron led it in points. Uh, like I said, second was Kevin. Uh, third was James, fourth was Westbrook, and fifth was Steph. Okay. So, also interestingly, three out of the top five were point guards, and then the last two were, I'd say, like small forwards. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. all right, buddy, I pass it to you. So, LeBron kept up his uh, reign of uh, leading the NBA in minutes played at uh, 27,093. He, uh, yeah, he's putting in the work, man. There's no load management for him. He's uh, oh, 35 he, and healthy and strong. Yeah, he said. He he said a couple weeks ago. He said, you know, there's going to come a day that yeah, this is verbatim, but there's going to come a come a day that you know he can't play basketball anymore and he, he can't be at the level that he is. And why not do it now? He's healthy. He's ready yeah. to play. Yeah, you might as well. You know, he takes good care of his body and everything, and as long as he's not doing anything too crazy, I, yeah. I think he'll just keep playing for several years to come. I hope so. Yeah, hopefully with the sun. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, LeBron also led in field goals made at 71-91. Um, but the most field goals attempted was Westbrook. Right. um so i obviously as most people know am uh, biased towards westbrook um but 13,603 shots in uh, 10 years is uh just way too much um (laughs) he uh i mean he's shooting in his sleep at that point so he's not making them all (laughs) and he's not making them all he's throwing them up um and uh the not great thing about that as well is uh, that he had the most turnovers in this past decade as well. <laughs> he, he was at 3,052. Um, I mean, that's, I don't even know what that breaks down to, but um, too many is what I would say as the coach. That's too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can't forget that LeBron was second in field goals attempted. Uh, you can't have the most field goals made without taking a lot of shots. So kudos to him. That's true. And to uh, update you, like Westbrook played 739 games this last 10 years. So mm-hmm. he's averaging four turnovers a game. Four? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a uh, diehard Westbrook fan anymore. But um, he's averaging like nine assists also. So that's okay. That's good. <laughs> is assist to, to turnovers like two to one? So two, two to one. Oh man, I don't know. It's still kind of high. That's that's the worst we've ever seen. <laughs> we can uh, move on. Rebounds. Yeah, let's move on um, to a, another sad category. Um, 
that's yeah, let's never talk about that again. But three pointers <laughs> made, no surprise here. Steph Curry, twenty four eighty three. Um, even being out this season, you know, he'd probably put up even he'd probably put up what do you think? Probably another hundred more already. Probably, but I feel like I mean I haven't heard much from Steph because he's been hurt, obviously. Yeah. James Harden is coming for like a lot of these categories. Is he? <laughs> I mean, I think if Steph stays hurt, James will be slowly catching up to him yeah. and probably surpass him. I'd say this de- this coming decade. Yeah, I Harden's a workhorse, and it's it's crazy to think that there are guys that are better than him. You know, Giannis. Giannis won MVP last year, edged out Harden, and Harden had one of the best seasons in the past, what, 20 years, 30 years? He, I mean, Harden was an animal. Giannis, of course, you know, he, he was most improved player back in 2016, and then I think that that gave him a little bit of a, a push into the next couple years of, you know, showing that this young guy can can play and all that. But Westbrook has just been I – mean, not Westbrook. Harden has just been – Freaking, just amazing! Just how much he's how much he's improved uh, since the OKC days. Yeah, I mean he's an elite scorer for sure. Yeah, but, you know he's not even averaging a two to one assist to turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. And rebounds are less than six. Like each yeah. score, no doubt. Oh yeah, but I think Giannis won it because he did everything. He was scoring, yeah, he was all around. Bounding, assisting. He was, you know, his team was number one in the East. So, yeah. Yeah. Workhorse for sure. No doubt. Um, <sighs> speaking of Harden, he had the most free throws made this past decade. Yep. With uh, 5,604. Take a lot, make a lot. Take a lot, make a lot. Um, the next person was uh, KD. With about forty nine hundred, so James Harden shot seven hundred or made seven hundred more free throws. And just to put that in perspective, he shot about a thousand more, attempted like a thousand more. Wow, that's a lot of free throws. That is so many free throws. Gets to the line, man. He flops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I saw this funny thing. It was like. Did Harden grow out his beard so that he has more surface area to get <laughs> in the face? That's probably true. <laughs> I mean, that adds <clears throat> several inches. Yeah. So, who knows? But, yeah, he's definitely getting to the line a lot. But, hey, it's working for him. I mean, he's scoring points and mm-hmm. he figured out a way that, you know, he's figured out a way and taking advantage of it. Taking yeah. Advantage- yeah. He's a smart player. I, I, I mean, to, I think when he went to the Rockets and he became, you know, the quote unquote leader, I, I, I think he really took that seriously. And, and he's a, he has high basketball IQ and, and, and he knows how to work the court. He knows how to, how to draw fouls and everything. So, I mean, with this new age of basketball and this modern day basketball and the way that it's played, I think James Harden is like the pioneer of all that, you know? Yeah, possibly. So, it, it's just impressive. Uh, I don't know. James Harden's – this isn't the James Harden show, but um, <laughs> we're talking him up. So We're, we're enjoying it while it's here. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So then follows rebounds, uh, which I would not have guessed. Um, but DeAndre Jordan is the leader of the decade with 8,653 rebounds. Um, and he also leads the past decade in field goal percentage at 67.1%. What yeah. do you think about that? I mean, you know, in terms of field goals attempted, he's not anywhere close. So <laughs> right. Else is like Westbrook shot, you know, like we said, 14,000. Yeah. He shot 4,500. So 10,000 less shots than Westbrook. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. He's making them count. Right. Like, he's not shooting anything he knows he can't make. Like, he's inside the key. Sure. Maybe eight feet out if he's lucky. hmm And, you know, teams are still paying for him to get in there and rebound and score when he can. Yep. So, I think that's good for him. I mean, the next person is Dwight Howard. Right. With less than 60%. So, he's shooting 7% better than him. Yeah. And so, I, I think good for him. He's... It's like a silent workhorse. <laughs> like, you know, I would like, agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not a workhorse, but like he's working in the background, doing the dirty work that a lot of people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, getting boards, and he's doing it really well. So I think that's awesome. He is right now, this just this season alone, he is. 93 for 141, less than five feet from the basket. So he's, he's, he's making 66% of the shots within five feet. Yeah. I, I mean, when you take 141 field goals in the first, not even the first half of the season, we're not even to the halfway point, and you're making two-thirds of those, <laughs> that's just, I, I mean, and you're playing against – guys that are the same caliber as you and probably better because he's been in the league so long. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you're right. He, I mean, he is a workhorse, um, but it's just, it, it's just amazing. I, and I wouldn't be surprised that Dwight Howard was second. I mean, he was, he was the same way when he was with the magic. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and what's crazy is Deandre Jordan got the rebounding record twice already in his career. Mm-hmm. And he's not even at his best this year, but it's just been such good numbers the last. Yeah. You know, he's just done a really good job. So yeah. walking double-double and you know, definitely needed out there on the court for some team. Right. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Yeah. Um, and then after rebounds, we had assists with uh, Westbrook, 64-62. Um, I was looking at some of the leaders – uh, each year for that. And uh, there were guys on there earlier in the 2010s, like Steve Nash won it for two years. Rondo won it two years in a row. Chris Paul won it two years in a row. And then Rondo again, and then Harden, and then Westbrook for two years. So, like, there's a trend here that if you win it one year, you're going to win it the next. Like, Nash won it two, two years in a row. Rondo won it two years in a row. Like, that's that's all like, I mean Rondo. Rondo was a a walking assist guy, you know, with oh, the yeah. Celtics. <laughs> um, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, 
So then Westbrook won it two years in a row, and he's the leader of uh, of the decade because, I mean, if his teammates catch the ball, he's not turning it over. So <laughs> he's, he's passing it to someone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a cool stat. Well, you know what's interesting? The top ten assist leaders of the decade mm-hmm. are all point guards except for one person. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who that is? LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron third, and he's the only person, even in the top 15, maybe 18, yeah. that are that's not a point guard, which is, I think, outstanding. That is. It really is. I mean, all those, all those guys, you think back, you know, you think back to Chris Paul, you see, you know, Steve Nash, Westbrook. Rondo, I mean, th- all you can think of, if you saw one clip of them as a highlight reel, all I can see is them assisting. I don't see them shooting threes. I don't see them, you know, rebounding, obviously. I, I see them assisting, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's all assists, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's a cool group to be in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The steel leader coming up is a uh, name we were just talking about, Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Second to him is Westbrook. Um, pretty close. They're only six. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you're handling the ball a lot. You got quick hands. You're guarding other point guards that are trying to make passes, make plays. So, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Not too surprised by that. Um, and then we move on to blocks, and we have Serge. I'll block you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which I feel like I was gonna say Anthony Davis should be up there. He's number four. Uh-huh. Um, because he was doesn't he have the collegiate blocking record? Does he? He has definitely either the collegiate or like the March Madness blocking record. Because I remember like watching him and that him getting it one game. Yeah. And I wouldn't I'm, be like, surprised. <laughs> I mean, he's a tall boy. Yeah, tall boy. <laughs> tall boy. But Serge is like over has over three hundred more blocks than DeAndre Jordan, who's number two. Right. Well, Which, not easy to get blocks. No, not at all. The thing, the thing with Abaka is, I think he's in like the top. Uh, I I lost it, but I think Abaka's in the top like five of most games played in the past decade too. I'll, I'll look right now for you, buddy. He, I mean, he played. He's number, he's number three. Yep. Yeah. So Abaka's. I mean, who's two and one? Um, DeAndre Jordan's number one. James Harden's number two. Okay, that's what I thought. DeAndre Jordan was number one when I looked at it. So yeah, Abaka's. I mean, you look at Abaka, and that dude should not be playing as many games as he's been playing. <laughs> that I mean, he he. He doesn't look like he's in shape, but he's like, I mean, he's doing the same thing DeAndre Jordan is doing. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just astonishing when you actually look at it. Like you're not, you're not watching basketball week to week and thinking, oh man, Baca's putting in the minutes, man. He's, he's playing a bunch of games and, you know, he's, he's not, never injured. You know, he's always playing. Um, But then when you look at the numbers, you're like, wow, he's, He's actually 
like really putting up some numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it's de- definitely interesting for sure. Yeah. It's something you wouldn't expect. No. Not at all. It that's really cool. And that and that even I mean that goes with um I mean Baca's not I didn't look at uh at the block leaders. Let me see here. So he wasn't Oh, he was he was block leader two years in a row with the with OKC, twenty eleven to twenty thirteen. <clears throat> but, um, like the block leaders, uh, I should say the the rebound leaders over the past decade. We we mentioned it before. DeAndre Jordan won it two years. Um, Dwight Howard won it three. But then you talk about Andre Drummond, who won it three years just like Dwight Howard did. And he's nowhere even in, in this conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think, I think what we've seen is that you don't have to be the best every year. No. Yeah. Consistent. Yeah, exactly. Like going back to LeBron with points, he didn't win scoring leader one time this whole decade. Nope. But he was consistently, you know, around 27 points. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's what you got to be is consistent. You know, DeAndre Jordan, double-digit rebounds yep. every season past decade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they're just – consistency is big key. Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. The, the other two stats that I found that I, I wanted to, to mention that I thought were interesting um, from this past decade is the Sixth Man of the Year Award um, won three times by Lou Williams and three times by Jamal Crawford. Now, four out of those six times, those two guys were on the uh, the Clippers. So, the Clippers got something going here if, if we're talking about this. <laughs> They're breeding six men. They are breeding six men out there. <laughs> and and Jamal, No championships. No championships, which doesn't make any sense. They should have won it with CP3, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin a couple <laughs> times. Um but just think about that. Pause for a sec. <laughs> CP3, Andre Jordan, or DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin didn't win a championship because of LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Bosch, and because of freaking Golden State and the big <clears throat> three out in San Antonio. Well... Clippers had a big three, but the problem was, I think, they had two bigs and one guard, whereas they needed two guards and one big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Even on the Spurs, you had Tony, you had Manu, and then you had Timmy. Mm-hmm. Two guards and a big. Yep. You go to Boston, you got Ron, or was Rondo counting? You had Rondo. Rondo. Uh, no. You had Allen, Pierce, and then Garnett. Mm-hmm. Two guards and a big. Clippers, two bigs and a guard, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's true. I man, all these all these teams that should have won a championship, just if they could have played in a different year or a different decade, oh man. Yeah. It'd be totally different. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Back to what we were talking about. Yeah, um, sorry, go. Just I impressive. I Lou Williams, I was looking at it, has the most more impressive stat line than Jamal Crawford, but both of them coming off the bench was just, uh, I mean, just amazing. I mean, Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford both coming off the bench, they were great. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other stat was the Defensive Player of the Year awards. Um, Dwight Howard won, won it twice with the Magic. Kawhi won it twice. And Rudy Gobert uh, recently won it twice. Um, so those are, I mean, those, those are pretty, uh, I, I guess you could guess those ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you got four guys that won it once. Tyson Chandler, who would have been with the Knicks. <laughs> Joke him Noah. <laughs> Joke him Noah with the Bulls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, Why? I love the 2011 Bulls. Oh, my gosh. That's another team that probably could have won a chip in another decade. We should just do a podcast about that Bulls team. <laughs> it, it's it's deserving of it. I, I think we might need to. <laughs> Except Joe Noah cannot shoot the ball. So it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Saul won the other and Draymond Green won as well. He's just annoying. But um Yeah, so those were the, the defensive player of the years uh over the decade. Um, now I got a question for you here, and this is kind of wrapping it all up after everything that we've talked about. I want right. I want to understand and, and see what your ideas of who the best player of the decade was who hasn't won a ring and who the best decade player was who has won a ring. Um, yeah. I think, I think the best decade player with a ring is LeBron. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, he's leading in points. He's number three in assists. Um, I'm surprised. He's number 10 in rebounds for the decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just doing everything. Number seven in steals. Like, Yeah, he's an all-around player this, this past decade. And he played on three different teams. On three different teams, he's able to adjust well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think, you know, he did a really good job. I mean, he's an animal. He's the king. All that good stuff. And he played so well with that garbage Lakers team last year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'd throw that in there. <laughs> um, best decade player without a ring is tough. Um, I would almost say, almost say Russell Westbrook. Really? Russell or James Harden? I see you have DeAndre Jordan down here, but I think both those guys are good scorers, mm-hmm. meaning James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Um, both decent assist numbers. You know, Westbrook's number one, James Harden's number five. Mm-hmm. Westbrook's number two in steals. And even though he has a good bit of turnovers, I think, like, he still does a decent job. And he should have won a ring with KD that one year when they were three and one against Golden State. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would almost say Westbrook. If I had more time to research it, I may say someone different. But I think right now I'll go with Westbrook. Okay. <laughs> I'm very happy that you said Westbrook for once. Yeah. So who would you say? Here, here's what I'll say. I agree with you on the the best decade player with the ring. Now, the best decade player without a ring, I put DeAndre Jordan down here because he was a sleeper. I, yeah. I, I put him down 
as someone without a ring because wait did you DeAndre Jordan win a ring somewhere who did he want a ring with he's on the Nets right now and he was on the um, the Clippers they didn't get it he was with Dallas yeah they didn't get it New York no he didn't get it okay he didn't get it all right now the reason why I say DeAndre Jordan is he's a sleeper. But when you compare the stats, and if you want a player that's going to put up the numbers that DeAndre Jordan's putting up, but more, and you have a, a future with him, and this last decade proved to be something to look forward to in the next decade, I'm going to have to go with James Harden just because he's such a workhorse. And because he has gone from six-man to leading the Rockets, not to a championship, but he is uh, he's someone that, that you need to lead a team. And he's putting up the numbers. Although he puts up too many shots and too many turnovers and takes so many free throws, I'm going to say he was probably he's, – he's very deserving of being in that, that discussion of being the best player without a ring right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see that. And, I mean, he's gotten the Rockets to the playoffs yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> the one year when they missed 27 threes in a row, mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe you should stop taking threes. But if they didn't, they probably would have won that series. Right. Like, if they had just, just took half less threes and more twos or something like that. Mm-hmm. So... He's definitely doing something right with the Rockets. Yeah. And even though I sometimes don't agree with his attitude, I also don't agree with, like, Westbrook sometimes. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> you can't deny the fact that they're putting up numbers. Yeah. I would say I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So, that's, that's what I'm going with. If, and I mean, we can't even talk about some of these other players that are currently playing because they're so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even played the whole decade. <laughs> like... I mean, Giannis, Luka, like, Jogic. those players, yeah. if they continue the way they are, they definitely would have been yeah. player of the decade without a ring, whatever. Oh, absolutely. If, if Luka would have came in the, the league in 2010, uh, no doubt he probably would have. He probably would be best player without a ring. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Well, man. This was fun. Oh, man. This past decade, man. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Hopefully you got a couple more to go. <laughs> a couple more. But Mary, we got this podcast is going to be a couple decades long. You're darn right. You're darn darn too. Right. We got. Our... What? What? <laughs> <laughs> How many people listen to us? <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm looking really forward to this upcoming decade. <laughs> looking forward to watching some great basketball players develop. And um, it'll be sad to see a few go that we have mentioned here on the podcast, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Dirk's still putting up some great numbers. Uh, but <laughs> Kobe's still playing. <laughs> uh, I hope they, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Good talking to you.
Good talking to you, homie. I'll talk to you, to you and you guys here soon. Talk to you guys later. Have a nice 2020. Peace. Peace.